All right, welcome back. Uh, another edition of the Specialist in Failure. It's been a while. Uh, I think we did it right after the Super League happened. Um, a lot's happened since then, I guess. But uh, one of the main things I saw, and we're going to start with Euros, but I kind of want to do transfers first. I saw on Twitter, you, you're known as Boston Gooner. You got a pretty good response from Chris Wheatley. I did, yeah. I Well, I, I called... Uh, what was that about, yeah? I basically said, what's up with Chris Wheatley? He's turned into Ornstein. And then he responded to me being like, I love David. He's an idol of mine. <laughs> and it fucking blew up. So, oh, uh, How many likes do you think you got on that? I don't know. I'd have to check. I think it was like four. Uh, it, probably, it was at least like 300, I think. So that's a record for me. It was a legit me. tweet. I mean, yeah. No, no, no doubt about it. Chris Wheatley, what is he? Where, where does he work? So he's like Football London, which is traditionally like the shit of the shit. But he like... He took over for some dude, I, I think James Bench, and he went to CBS, and so uh, he's been he's been reporting everything rock solid though. So he's been getting all the scoops. And where was Orny before the Athletic? BBC. Well, and is that a known as a good source? Who who replaced Orny? I don't think anybody did it really. So Orny, yeah, Orny's the the cream of the crop. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I, I mean, I I just know you know getting a getting a mention from Chris Wheatley is pretty big. I know back in my day when, when I was serious on Twitter, I got a big mention from um, our athletic guy, Laurie Whitewell, who's, who's an absolute bum. I mean, he's worth nothing. It's <laughs> <laughs> not worth even, not worth even calling about. I guess we'll go to the Euros, I think. I don't, I don't know if this was the first game, but I think it might have been. It was uh, Belgium-Portugal. Mm-hmm. And I know me, me and you were both Ronaldo fans, so it was, it was a tough exit, but that game was kind of kind of nothing. Yeah, I, I'm, like, trying to think of it right now, and it was pretty much just nothing, right? Like, who even scored yeah, that game? So I, I think what you said was Belgium scored maybe in the first half, and you were kind of like, this is just going to, Belgium's going to take it to the, to the extra extra minutes here and, and end this game out one nothing. which that, is, I think, what they did. That's what happened? Yeah. You know who's good? Well, we can talk about this in maybe the next Belgium game, but, like, that Doku kid is, like, one of the craziest players I've ever seen. So I like to I like to watch the games and think, oh, I know most of these players. <laughs> I've never heard of the guy. Right? No. I've <laughs> I've never seen a kid dribble quicker than he did. No. And Neymar, Prime Ronaldo, okay. all these kids. What was going on there? Okay. That that was my point. Is I was thinking about him going laterally from like left to right and cutting in, cutting out. I have never seen Neymar and Messi or anybody do that. Nobody. It was unbelievable what he was doing in that game, and that now that was the second game though. Belgium played um, Switzerland, mm-hmm. yep. And and I guess I mean the first game we'll probably talk about it later. But Granit Xhaka kind of led the team, and he was he was suspended for the second game. But the second game they did take they did take Belgium almost. It's kind of sad because I really don't don't have all the facts in there, but I, I I'm pretty sure they did take Belgium almost the penalty in that in the quarterfinal game. Who? Uh, Switzerland. No, Italy played Belgium. <laughs> uh, who did Switzerland play? Oh my god, this no, is great. Then, then Switzerland hasn't played. No, Switzerland played Spain. You're right. Yeah, Switzerland lost on penalties. So no, that was my that was my bad. Switzerland did play Spain, and like I said, they almost took Spain to penalties. They did get the red card. And one thing I one thing I think we have to do is um. In this year of tournament so far, the referees, I, I mean, VAR, basically, I think VAR's been good. There's been really no problems with VAR. 
But Michael Oliver comes into play, and Chris Cavanaugh, another English referee, is on the bar for the game, Switzerland and Spain, and all of a sudden we have referee controversy. Yeah, I mean, you know, I, I'm not, like, sure VAR's been right. Like, VAR has never been used in, like, in a decision that I think was wrong, but I just, like, I hate VAR. Like, I just think it's horrible. Um, I mean, yeah. My other thing I wanted to say about that Doku kid, I know we're going back to that, but he plays for the same team as Kamavinga. Renes? Whatever, Renes? Yeah. So they have him and Kamavinga. And isn't France like a um, like a poverty league right now? Like none of those teams have money besides PSG. Yeah, and they can barely get a TV rights deal together. So I saw that some something happened with their TV rights deal, like it fell apart or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So I I don't know if you know more about that, but yeah, they're a poverty league. So that guy, he, I mean, he must be moving if someone wants him. Yeah, I know. Yo, your your uh your video isn't working. That doesn't matter. Yeah. Oh, oh, all I know is your videos work, and I can see that our tennis poster. He's really putting putting in a shift this summer. Yeah, uh, he is. He is putting in a shift what? this summer. We'll go with our, we'll go with uh, transfers last. I mean, yeah. not transfers last. We'll go with euros last. Oh, okay. We gotta get we gotta get to transfers, and we gotta start talking about Arteta. What's going on with Arsenal this summer? I mean, it's a big summer. You finished what ninth, eighth. Yeah, we've, we we've uh, we're consistently finishing eighth now, uh, two straight seasons. So that's been good. Um, That's not good. Yeah. So basically, uh, every position is mostly in a crisis mode um, at the club. <laughs> so um, I had everything written down here, and I like, and I and I was going through every single player. I mean, I forgot that William exists. I didn't like, like he's still around. Um, I. So I don't know how we want to do this, Jack, because every position I have to go over. So can I? So let's start with William. No, no, no. Okay. Well, no, no, no. I saw William had a, um, a transfer to Inter Miami, and it just fell apart. So is he just he's gonna say no? I have no idea about that. So you have no idea what's going on with William. He's just kind of there. Uh, Fabrizio, who's now a Twitch superstar, by the way. Um, Fabrizio's a fraud. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm out on him. All, all he does is tap in the end. We think so. Just getting ahead of it. We said, just real quickly, we said to answer the other day, he was like the, the 10th person to report it. Yeah, he, he, he's he been the king of saying that they're in talks and that the personal terms have been agreed for like over a year. So. For two years. You know, Ornstein, I made a wish of Charlie Fallon. Ornstein reported that we had personal terms with him two years ago. So congrats to you, Fabrizio. What are you saying about Fabrizio? That um, he's a Twitch superstar and that he was talking about... Uh, the personal terms being agreed, like he was just rewording his tweets like every few days about the Sancho. That's what he did last summer. Us with Sancho, all he did. Yeah. Personal terms agreed. Personal terms agreed. Fees not getting paid. Personal terms, personal terms, no fee. Yep. All right. So. So he, he's not going to Miami. He's going That's somewhere, Fabrizio. So back to why I was mentioning Fabrizio, it's because he was saying that he's one hundred percent going to leave. I'm assuming we're going to have to pay some of his wages, like we did to Socrates, to Mustafi, to to Ozil. Apparently, we paid Ozil like sixteen mil like a few days ago, just as like a lump sum. So that's cool. Um, Where did Mustafi go? Mustafi went to Schalke and they got relegated. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. It. <laughs> yeah. What? Yeah, because Schalke got rid of Kabak, who went to Liverpool, so they so they got Mustafi out. Uh, he was awful too. Yeah, 
Kabak. Actually, Liverpool is one of the worst players of all time. K- they have those two youth kids, bro, Williams and Phillips. They yeah. were better than him. <laughs> oh, I know. I know. That's awful. So. <laughs> <laughs> and Kolasinac went there, too. <laughs> so they, they, they had Kolasinac and Mustafi as the left-hand side of their defense and got relegated. So shows a Me lot. Meanwhile, Lincoln's got Luke Shaw and Harry Maguire. Yeah. Um, what else? What else? Arteta. We're still on Arsenal. I mean. So we, haven't, guys, we haven't are, started on Arsenal. No, we haven't. We started on the old players leaving. Who else is going to leave? So you think Willian. I know your least favorite player ever is Jaka. Mm-hmm. He going to Roma? Mourinho seems pretty interested. Yeah, they they just got to pay up. They got to pay up. Um, they're only What's offering. What pay up mean for him? Like uh, we want, we want like close to twenty million. They're offering like all in fifteen, sixteen. I'd 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 sell him for. Well, I'd like give fifteen million to get rid of him, but you know I, we got to get some money. Pretty good, pretty good game against France. Yeah, I mean, er- yeah, everybody gets lucky once in a while when Didier Deschamps plays a five at the back um, with uh, Pavard and Rabio as wingbacks. You know, uh, the thing is though, he did play a five at the back, but he, he he did correct it. They changed. He bet on Coleman, but he, I yeah. like half that most because I remember you yeah. were like, "Ooh, fiftieth minute substitute. Why isn't Mikel ever doing this? He's late till seventy eight. He mm-hmm. did change it. I mean, Pavard kind of fucked up, and then Mbappe kind of fucked up, and that's kind of what happened. Yep. No, I agree. I, I think, I think, after that game, I mean, he gets over it because he's the captain and he gets the speech before the penalties. No one's going to talk about him screaming at the guys before the penalties against Spain and then losing. Yeah. I mean, you know how I feel about him. I'm just glad it's over. It's been five years of absolute pain, so. Uh, so you think he's going to go to Rome? Yeah, he'll go to Rome. He's been he's been openly talking about it, so it's going to happen. The thing is about that, I think he'll actually be pretty good there. Oh, he'll be great because he's going to have a ton great. of... Th- that's why he was so good against France because they gave him a shit ton of space so Xhaka can take his touch, roll it perfectly on his he left foot, wait five seconds, Breeze and then pass it. You. What? Griezmann and Pogba aren't going to press you. I mean, yeah, yeah, of course, you got all the time in the world. Yeah, so it, when Xhaka has 10 seconds on the ball perfectly on his left foot, he can sometimes make a good pass down the line or through the middle. Sometimes. And, and he did in that game. Yeah. But um, another thing about Italy, we saw this with, um, it might have been Lukaku, I think, when he went to Inter. Those fans give them the craziest reception ever. I saw videos of Mourinho arriving in Roma. It was like, I mean, it was like, it was, it was like Pep just arrived. Well, and, and I hate saying that about Mourinho, like he's this has-been manager, but he is. Well, here's the thing about Mourinho, is Mourinho basically left as a god in Italy as well. So. That is true. Um. So he was going to get a godlike reception, but I mean, like when it when Inter signed uh, Ericsson, um, they went nuts for him. Like every every like semi big player that that signs in Italy, they the fans go nuts. I'll never forget Lukaku arriving there, and it was like, I mean, he did end up winning the league for them, but it was like God arrived. Yeah, well, he literally is God in Italy because he's the best player in Italy, pretty much. I mean, I would get say. out of here with that. I mean, Lukaku's not the best player in Italy. The best player in Italy is probably. Who is about who who won player of the season in, in, in um Syria? Do you know? I think it was Lukaku. <laughs> I think it was I mean, Lukaku. I would have won player of the season in that league. I played we, we have this league at home. It's called the Wilmy Whitfield Soccer League. We play short short goals. <laughs> about I think it's seventy seven. I mean, I was better than Lukaku in that. What yeah. are you talking about Lukaku? I'm gonna look this up. Syria player of the season. What about how was Skriniar this year? Is that Skriniar? Is that how you pronounce it? Yeah, Lukaku won MVP. 
Ronaldo named best attacker, so that doesn't make any sense. But, uh, but, 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 but Ronaldo didn't deserve nothing. I mean, that, that Juventus team with uh, Pierre Lester, coach, was one of the biggest jokes in, in football history. And we knew that from day one. I mean, he was coaching. If you think about this, he was coaching Juventus in a Champions League game, and at the same time, he was getting his coaching badges. I Listen, all I got to say is that the guy who was running Juventus when they were nasty left to enter. He won them the league. The guy who stayed at Juventus and ran them has now left Juventus after basically being a disaster and got hired by Tottenham. So I am pumped about that. <laughs> so, All right, so go, go deeper into that. Who are those people? So Beppe Morata was kind of like the head guy from Juve right at the start from when they were winning titles in the early 2010s until like 2017-18, right around when they got Ronaldo. Um, and then Paratici, who was there the whole time, but he kind of was leading the Juventus project after he left to Inter. Beppe Morata ran Inter, won the league. Juventus has fallen ever since, made stupid deals, overpaying old players, right? And then uh, now he's leaving Juventus and uh, Tottenham hired him. So it's uh, it's perfect for me. Uh, I love so I, where I Tottenham's actually, heading. We're in a pretty good point in this podcast where you can talk about Serie A. Because, I mean, I consider you the Serie A expert. And Juventus, right, where did they finish fourth? Yeah. And they barely made top four, so... So, the last day, the last day, they, they got in. Forget Ronaldo. Who would you say are the top three players on Juventus? Probably Chiesa. Yeah, I watched him in, in the Euros. He looks like, I mean, I mean he's unplayable. I mean, he's all I mean, over the place. It, it has to be, be Chiesa. Can the ball, can score? It has to be so Chiesa you, and Dybala. It has to be. I mean, like, I don't... Dybala. Like, Chiellini won healthy. He's still, like, one of the best center backs in the world. I, like, honestly. He's unbelievable. DeLitt's been hurt and kind of off and on, which kind of really sucks for them because that was a lot of money. But he's he'll be good. He'll be good. Like, a year from now, I think, with Allegri coming back, which is kind of insane to me, that Allegri's coming back and he didn't have a job in between. Like, that's really weird to me. But I think he'll get the best out of Dybala. I think, you know, it'll be, like, DeLitt. Bonucci, Chiellini, he'll, he's going to sign Locatelli. They have to sign Locatelli. If not, Arsenal's going to get him or are going to try to get him. And yeah. where's Locatelli right now? Locatelli's at Sassuolo. And how was he? I mean, he looked, I, I actually haven't watched much of his tournament. Burroughs trying to impress me, but Locatelli's good in Italy, in the Italian league. Oh, he's like Grand Jaca times three. And then picture that in Italy. He's like. You know. And who who plays that position for Juventus? Nobody. They have Betancourt. They have Rabio, who both blow. They have Arthur, who never really got integrated in. Now, was that where Pjanic played before they sent to Barcelona? Yeah, that that did not that did not work out. I mean, it was a worse deal for Barcelona for sure because Arthur can still play. But if Allegri's going to go four two three one, I don't know how you put Arthur in a. He's not going to play as a number ten. He's not going to play as a DM. He's a four three three player. So I don't know how that's going to work. <laughs> So I guess talking about the Italian league, what 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 type of players could you mention even sign this summer to get themselves over over the hump of uh, Inter? Well, I think I, well Inter is gonna pretty much be the same minus Hakimi, I would think. You know, they still have to. They have a lot of old players on high wages like Sanchez, Kolarov, like you know, they're kind of well. We, we we play we we pay for most of Sanchez's wages. Okay. So. Well, you know what and, I'm saying though. The thing is, though, they, they owe us a lot of money for Lukaku still, so I yeah, can't see them having a they're, they're in a tough situation financially. I mean, Juventus, attack-wise, if 
Allegri can get, like, Kulisevsky, Chiesa, Dybala, and Ronaldo, like, playing in a rotation, kind of. I think that, like, their attack would be fine. It's just their midfield. Like, Betancourt, like, isn't really that good. Rabio isn't... Rabio's okay. Uh, Bernadeschi, like, they were trying to play him in midfield. He's not that great. It, it has to be, like, Locatelli and then maybe Rabio. I think that's an okay midfield. And then Alexandro's kind of fallen off, so... But he'll still be their left back, and... You know, then you'll have probably DeLitt and Chiellini and Benucci rotating. Right back, they sold Cancelo. They swapped Cancelo for uh, Danilo two years ago. That was a Parat- <laughs> that was a Paratici move. Like, that's the worst move of all time. Hey, Cancelo is an important player because... Did, did you did you see how bad Tomato was for um, Portugal in, in the Euros? Yeah, yeah, I did. One of the, he, he arguably was the worst player of the Euros, right? Yeah, I mean that that's kind of my concern with Italy when they lose Spinazzola and then you got Emerson playing. Like that that's that's, that's the same sort of drop off. Like it is. Does Emerson Emerson is he playing at um Chelsea? That was a that was an Antonio Conte signing in January when Conte mm-hmm. was there his last season. What did he do this year? Nothing. He he sat on the bench. He didn't go on loaner, he was on the bench. No, in um Chelsea was trying to use Emerson or uh, Marcus Alonso to do a swap deal to get Hakimi in. Um, <laughs> so. Might need to bring back uh, Matteo Darmian. The, the original traffic cone. The OG traffic cone. There was, I saw something that uh, Allegri wants to keep Dashilio, who is basically just... If you saw Matteo uh, Dashilio and Matteo Darmian, like right next to each other, you couldn't figure out who was who. They look exactly the same. They play the same position. They're the same height. They, they're just as, like, bang average as anybody in the world, those two. So. Who was the guy who was um, traffic coning the other day in the Euros? Do you uh, remember? He was, uh, he was who, in mid... Who was it? <sighs> I texted it. it was, you know, I, I know who it was. It was. It was actually for the Belgium game. It wasn't against Portugal, but it was against... Um, who did play? Belgium played um, the, the um, damn it. Belgium played Italy. No, Belgium played Italy, right? It was uh, it was Tillyman for the for the Insigne goal. Remember the Insigne goal? I texted I texted because uh, I know our our buddy's a big Yuri Tillman's guy. I I texted in our chat like thank like this is bad that Tillman's is getting subbed off because he is like. Like, I don't know what he does. Like, he, he's just one of those players for me that just doesn't make any sense. Like, he, I guess he's decent at passing, but he's not really mobile. He doesn't really do that much. And, like, Insigne murdered him on that goal. Murdered him. It was it was unbelievable. I loved so the it. problem is with, the, with a player like Tillman, he's probably a good player. I mean, yeah, of course, Tottenham, so. almost finished top, Tottenham almost finished top four. And you don't see that much of him. But all everyone knows about Yuri Tillman this year is that goal in the NBA final. So he's... He's been elevated to a level of, oh, he's Pogba. Oh, he's whatever. This guy, blah, blah, blah. Everyone wants him. I don't know if he actually is. No. You know who I... I, I, I think Renato Sanchez. Like, if you're looking at, like... that, That's more of my type of midfielder that I want. I mean, he's he was he, unbelievable for them. I thought he was good, but I don't think he... He doesn't create anything going forward. I don't think. Well, I don't think, I think he... he I, don't think he's, I don't think he's that, though. I think he's, like... He's more of a he's more of like a Barella type engine number eight. Like he's not gonna. But I don't think he passes like Barella. I mean, you see that goal Barella scored. Don't compare it to Barella. That goal oh. Barella scored was. I mean, that was Ronaldo. Well, like, listen, I've been I've been telling people about Barella for months now. 
Like, Barella is probably, besides Lukaku, the best player on Inter, the best player in the best player for Italy. I mean, he's the best midfielder in, in that league. You know what I mean? Like, he's, he's it. Donnarumma is pretty damn close. <laughs> Donnarumma is unbelievable. I, listen, I, I, like, I'm an AC Milan guy, and I thought, like, oh, you know, he wants too much money. You know, we'll get the goalkeeper from Lille. After that game, those two saves, I, I miss Gigi. But, I mean, I, he's one of the best in the world. I mean, he's that he's an A level goalkeeper. You know, Mino. He, he, uh, he, he showed that against the, against Belgium. You know, in like Mino Raiola is was salivating when he saw him at sixteen year old and, and said like I'm going to sign this guy up. You know, salivating. Like, um, Mino got Mino got pogged that name when he's eighteen. He's like, oh, you're not going to play my guy. I'm going to get paid from Juventus. Yeah. That Mino Mino is a menace. He is a menace. If you have one of his players, he'll do whatever it whatever it takes to get him all time. You yeah. just have to be ready for that. You have to be you have to be okay with that. Yeah, I mean, going from Buffon to Donnarumma is uh, pretty good. It's starting to rain really hard here in uh, in uh, Boston, Mass. Another big guy, soccer guy from Boston, Mass, that uh, David Amoyal. Yeah, he's kind of dropped off the face of the earth. Yeah, he has a really? little bit. He, he was he Amoyal, if I remember correctly. He was famous because he was DiMarzio's translator. Yeah. Everything DiMarzio did in Italian, he would translate to English. And DiMarzio, about five years ago, when we sang Bogba, was the biggest thing on the planet. Yeah. Yeah. Shout he, out David he, He's cool. He, I, I've listened to his podcast a few times. I don't know if he still does it now. Um, but, he's you know. Italian guy. Yeah, he's, yeah, that's why I like him at, for the Serie A stuff mm-hmm. um, and the Italian stuff, so. Nick says, all right, before we get really into Arsenal transfers, I want to go over the Euros. Group stages, was there a player that really stood out to you over the group stages? I'm trying to really think about this. Uh, Patrick Schick, I mean, he stood out the whole tournament from Czech, the Czech Republic. You know, and that's like, so the, the background on him is that Roma signed him like four years ago for like 30-something million, thinking that he was going to be like the best thing since sliced bread, totally bust, like total bust there. And then he's at uh, they. I think they loaned him, or maybe like loaned to option by um, at Leipzig. So uh, yeah, so he's finally living up to his potential. I mean, he's got the goal of the tournament so far. So yeah, I can't think of anybody. He he was sort of really stood out to me. I'm trying to think of United. I mean, England didn't concede, and Sterling had a pretty good. I guess. Look, I guess we should talk about this now. Sterling. Sterling's. I mean. Like, what do you... Sterling, obviously, today is three goals. England have not conceded. They're in the semifinals. And Sterling's had a great tournament. Yeah. I still don't rate him. There's something, there's something about the way he's played. You know, if, if Muller puts that ball in the net, we're looking at Sterling a whole different way right now. Sure. Yeah, I mean, Sterling's just the type of player you have to accept his flaws. Like, that. that's it. You know what I mean? There, there's some players, like, obviously, Granit Xhaka, there's just some players where I can't accept certain flaws, right? So it's just a matter of what, what you're willing to accept. You know, that's what but it comes down I to. Just, I just think there's better... I just think England has better players. Oh, I would probably play Grealish, Sancho. Um, I mean, Mount's good, would, you know? No, nah, um, I'd play... I would play Grealish, Sancho, and Sterling. But... The reason that I get mad about Sterling is the fact that Grealish doesn't play. Yeah. 
I don't. I don't know. I. I they won four nothing today. There's nothing to complain about. But I don't know why Mount plays. I think Grealish is the best player. Yeah, I think Grealish. If he played in Mount's position, I think Grealish is better. You know. Um, I think on that on that whole team, from what I've seen this tournament, I think he's their best player. Grealish is their best player. Yep. He just he has the most in his bag. And and what's funny about this? I mean, I think they're going to win the Euros, right? Uh, I assume you do too. You might think Italy. I think they're better than Italy. I think their back line is just just so good. Their back line right now is so solid, and their DMs are solid. And if Harry Kane gets gone, it's over. There's no team that can beat them. I just think, well, if Italy can beat Belgium and Spain, I think Italy can beat England. Like, England's going to come into the final pretty untested. Like, Denmark's a better team than Ukraine. Yeah. I think that's a good mm-hmm. final, though. I hope that, that those are kind of like my two teams. I'd definitely root for Italy over England, that's for sure. But, like, it would be good to see England get there, you know? I'll take that. I'll take that in the final. But, yeah. Uh, even England, not, England did play Germany. In Germany, I thought there was a point in time when Germany played England or when the round of 16 started, I thought Germany was the second best team in the tournament. Yeah, that's I, I didn't think that. And then they played England, and, and it was clear England. England just, I don't know, they're just, I think they're the most solid team in the tournament. They yeah, start. I mean, I, I think if they stick to the back four that they had today, you know, it's, you That's, know. Uh, yeah, it's a great back four. I think those two, those two eights and a pivot are great, even though, I mean, Rice plays in the six, basically. And then, I mean, you got Harry Kane, you got nine left in the tournament. You got, a, you got a pretty good chance. Okay, well, okay, here's my player. I would say Calvin Phillips. What about him? Like, as as kind of, like, a surprise player. Like, I know people said good things about him, but I never really noticed him or watched any Leeds games. You know, if I'm watching the Premier League, I'm usually just watching Arsenal, right? And I, the thing is, when, though, he's been good and all. I don't think he's been great this tournament. He was, he was great the first, the first game. game. The first game. Other than that, I think he's been good. I don't know. Hendo, I think I think even Hendo might be better than him. Hendo came on today; he was really good coming on. Hendo came on in a game that was already over and played good, I and the team gave it, up. I think they're going to kill the Czech Republic. I know, I know. Everyone thought they were going to beat Croatia in 2018. I think they're going to murder Czech Republic. They're playing like Denmark. Today, what Denmark? Denmark that's her name. That, like today, I thought they were. I thought they were going to murder the Ukraine, and they did. And I, I think they're wrong. I think by two goals they'll be they'll be um, Denmark. Denmark has players though. That's what I was texting earlier today. I I was just surprised at the amount of players that they have, like Paulson, um, Delaney, uh, Dolberg. I mean, they have some players to to, to Kier, who is like pretty much AC Milan's best center back um, last year. You know, I I mean, I think I think they have a shot against England. Way more than Ukraine, that's for sure. Way more. I just think at the end of the day, we talked about France as this great favorite that had no chance of losing. When I really look back on it and look at the teams, I think England might have a better team. Truthfully. Well, England has has their back line's talent. better. Their yeah. back line's better. Their fullbacks are better. Their 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 goalie's the same. I don't think Lurie's anything special. Their no. center backs Maybe you give an advantage to France a little bit, but I wouldn't. I, I, I think England has better center backs. I think England's got a better pivot defensively. And then I don't think goals are that important in this tournament. I think you get your goals. As long as you don't get goals, you're fine. 
Well, international soccer is historically more defensive. But, I mean, I would yeah. say... I, what I would say to that is I'd rather have Conte and Pogba. I'd rather have Griezmann and Mbappe and Benzema. Like, I just would. I would rather have Sancho, Kane, and Grealish than Griezmann, Mbappe, and Benzema. I, I, Griezmann was awful. Mbappe was awful. Even even Benzema was awful for until that until that like last game where he was scoring goals. That, that goal he scored against Switzerland. Yeah. Did you see that goal he scored against Switzerland, that little back heel flick? Yeah. Oh, it was unbelievable. Yeah, I mean, the thing is, is, it's like, individually, I think all those players are better, probably, versus England, but I guess it's just a matter of how you mesh as a team. You know, I mean, that matters. I, that I don't, matters I don't think they mesh that good. I don't think Griezmann, Mbappe, and they just never figured it out. Mbappe, something was up with them. Mbappe, I've been saying this all year, he's not a great finisher of, of he's, he's not going to score you 50 goals a year, but he's going to run and all that, and all that, I, I don't know. I don't know what to say. Mbappe, I think, I hate saying this, but he's probably a little bit of, he's not the next Ronaldo or, or Messi. He's more the next, you know, the guy below those two. Yeah, I mean, well, the good thing is that he's going to run down his contract the last year and just go to Madrid on a free. Love that. Love that mentality. Um, yeah, him and Pogba. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, I if we're talking World Cup next year, I think I'm still picking France. If England win, England, easy. I got England in the World Cup. I read our, I mean, they're 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 primed to dominate the next decade of football. Well, it's, yeah, it's well, you know what? What what we got to give England credit for is is their youth system and how these players are so much better now. And also that the Premier League is the best league in the world by a shit ton now. Which, and, and if you looked at that, yeah, you're right. If you looked at that ten years ago, the Premier League was probably the best league in the world. But it wasn't by as much. I think now the Premier League's so much better than any other league. That's not even it's not even worth even talking about. And that's why the Super League was in the works because because of that, you know. So, um, you know, they realized. I mean, what are we going to play? Fucking Villarreal, who beats Man United every year, Real Madrid. Yeah. So. Yeah, so that's that's the deal with that. I mean, I, you you have good points about England. I can't really argue them that much. I mean, if you just look at those players, I mean, they're all pretty nasty. <laughs> I mean, you know what I mean? Like, Saka starting over Sancho that game. I mean, like, I love Saka, but that's controversial. You know, it's like... No, it is. What does Saka have? Five Premier League assists? Sancho's got, what, 30 Bundesliga? I, I really don't care about that. As I mean, if you're going to shit on Saka, I mean, Saka, I mean, you can't deny that Saka is really good. You know what I mean? It's just... Sure, but I, I would not... I don't think he's better than Sancho. I don't think so either. And I don't think that's even a comparison either. Like, like I hate how that's not a thing. It's like, ooh, Sancho versus Saka. I don't think that's a comparison. Maybe in two years from now it is. Who knows? Depends on how he develops. And how Sancho is in the league. Who, who do you think is going to have a better year next year? Sancho or Saka? That's tough. I don't know. See, I, I think Sancho by far. He's, he's on a, a, a team that is that is ten times better. Mm-hmm. Everywhere. A team that, you know, is going to probably compete for the league. Sancho. I mean, Sancho's just right now he's a more developed player. Played in the Champions League. He's played every game in the Bundesliga. What's Saka now? Played for a 10th place team? Yes. I mean, here's my thing: is like Saka, Saka's developing pretty fast. That, that's my thing. It's like he's he's gotten a lot better in, in just one year. You know, what I mean, Sancho still has to adjust to the Premier League. That's my thing. I'm I'm not really big on arguing this stuff. I think it's just a waste of time. Um, when I see it on no, Twitter I, all I, the time, I, I don't think. In the end, I don't think Saka's end product ever going to be as good as Sancho's. Yeah, I mean, 
we'll just have to see what happens. I mean, I don't know. I couldn't give you an answer. You know, I think San- I mean Sancho's numbers in Germany are crazy. So, yeah. And the other thing I I think it was uh, Lothar Matthijs from uh, Germany. He was like Sancho. Sancho should change his nationality to German so he could actually play. And he was like, and every single person in Germany was like, why is this kid not playing for England? And then today, Sancho starts really. He played decent today. He didn't really do anything. Uh, they won for nothing, but. Every person, every every pundit of England was happy to see Sancho playing. So, I mean, based off that, he's got to have something. Yeah, obviously. You don't pay 70, what, 3 million, million pounds for a player if he's got nothing. That's right. for sure. Plus, your Arsenal, you pay for Pepe, and it takes him three years to become somewhat good. That's actually a good point. Pepe, is he going to be good next year? I think so. I is think he I, gonna play? Yes, I, I think he, he's finally won the, the trust of Arteta and he was our best player at the end of the season. So um I think I think this year he'll be playing. Um do we want to do we want to go through the whole Arsenal thing? I'm gonna try to go through this pretty quick because there's there's just there is so much stuff. I mean I I'd rather finish the Euros first, so Oh, we're still we? going? Let's talk about Italy. Okay. More about Italy. Yeah, yeah. Because we just talked about England, who I think are the favorites. Mm-hmm. Italy, I think you have to say are, are the runners-up favorites. They're they're probably the second favorite right now. <laughs> so they're playing Chiellini and Panucci for what? Like the seventh? Ever since they won the World Cup in 06, they probably played that back line in their tournament. And it's working still. I mean, what, like if you have that sort of continuity with those, I mean, and they're perfect partners, they always have been. I mean, like... Why would you switch it up? I, I was an idiot. I, I said, you know what? Like, Bonucci is somewhat shaky defensively. Like, let's put Bastoni next to Chiellini. And, you know, I, after the first game, I was like, God, I'm such a fucking idiot. Like, why? Like why? <laughs> Just keep it simple. You know what I mean? Just keep it simple, Kevin. So, uh, you know, yeah, I was wrong about that. Um, I don't know. Like, I, I stand out players. Like, I'm Insigne and Immobile have traditionally been a letdown for the national team, but Insigne has been overall, he's had one bad game. I would say uh, the round of 16 game was pretty bad, but, um, you know, he's been great. Immobile, I'm not an Immobile guy. I, I think Boati offers more for the team. I think, you know, between Baratti and Chiesa on the right and Insigne on the left and just the midfield behind him, I think just Boati doing a hold-up play and facilitating I think that helps the team more, but I get why Immobile plays because, you know, he, he is a better pure goal scorer, but the hold-up play he was trying to do in the second half and just overall what he was doing against Belgium just wasn't good enough. But, um, yeah, I, you know, I, I, it's just a team. They're a real team, you know? They just are. So, so going to Immobile, I know we've ripped on him for a long time. Long time. Showing a big moment, you know, bright lights. He turns away. I think that was proven the past couple of games. Well, he's he was good in the group stage, which makes sense. The group stage, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's exactly what does he have in the knockout stage? Two games, nothing. Yeah. Right? There have been, I think, right now, there have been two super viral moments from the Euros, right? Number one was the fans in Switzerland. I don't know if you remember that. He had the picture of him when they were losing, when he was crying. And then it was him with the shirt off screaming. Did you see that Switzerland thing against France? No. I'm sure you did, but you don't know what I'm talking about. He went viral. Oh, okay. I'll send, I'll send you it later. And then the second viral thing, 
was Immobilex, which <laughs> I do want to talk about because it was it was very bad for our sport of soccer, which we really like football, soccer, whatever you want to call it. Immobilex on the first goal scored by was Barella. Oh my god, unbelievable yeah. goal he scored. Yeah, uh, you you know what I'm talking about, right? Immobilex is down taking an injury. And immediately when the goal is scored, he gets up and celebrates with the team. Such a bad luck for soccer. Such yeah. a bad luck. Yeah. I mean, the the Italians have a flair for the dramatic. I mean, Donnarumma was Donnarumma was basically claiming that he broke his thumb, like with his punch at the end of the game, and he ate off two minutes. So uh, we have a little bit of Schweinsteiger in us uh, in Italy. Yeah, so that's a good point, Schweinsteiger in twenty fourteen. But uh, we, we got on. Uh, Argentina tonight, the Copa America. Yeah. The Copa America must be full of flopping. Yeah, the Copa America is kind of <laughs> wild. I've been watching a few I, games. I the game. the, I've been watching Argentina just because uh, <laughs> I just have a soft spot for uh, Argentina and hopefully Messi finally winning a trophy with Argentina. Um, which Fred's going to end that whole storm. Fred's been going off. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, the Copa America almost didn't happen because Brazil's uh, – Brazil's president denied that COVID was, existed. So, uh, yeah, it's just, it's crazy. Bolsonaro, Bolsonaro is a wild card. We all know that. Yeah. Um, before we go to transfers, and before we finish your, uh, Euros, no, let's finish Euros. Spain, I hate Spain. I'm rooting hate for them Spain. to lose. Hate Spain. They've, they've, they've gone through. They got lucky. They got lucky with the red card. They got lucky with everything. Um, not They're, picking any Real Madrid players, not picking Sergio Ramos, disgraceful. Yep. I hope Italy beats them ten nothing. Yep, I agree. I, I, I listen. the the only The only player that I'm looking forward to seeing somewhat is Pedri. Besides that, um, them not playing Tiago. I mean, I, I just Tiago comes off the bench. He's yeah. a bum. <laughs> yeah, I, I cannot believe that. Um, he's a bum like Bruno is. Bruno comes off the bench for Portugal. Yeah, Bruno, Bruno was pretty bad. I mean, like. Well, they had to try well, to Portugal, figure it out. All Portugal had to do was play Bruno over Jota. Oh, don't, don't even get me started. Don't even get me started on Jota. I, I hate him now. I but hate him. Forget, forget Liverpool. He was awful. Horrible. That that one time he didn't play the ball to Ronaldo, I, like, I, you got to know your role. You got to know your role. I mean, it was... It was I, I was pissed for about an hour and a half after that. Like, I was, I was legitimately mad. Um, Ronaldo did score two goals that game. Yeah. Uh, on to um, England did play today, but England did play Germany in their first game, and that probably was the best game so far. The group stages, I mean, just based off team versus team. I thought I didn't like the five of the back that England played to set up because I thought they have just so much talent that if they play their attacking players, they're going to beat Germany. But they played five of the back, they beat them anyways, so not much, not much to complain about. Yeah, I just think I just think Germany is just a broken system and team right now. Mm-hmm. But like like we said earlier in the podcast, if Mueller misses that, if Mueller makes that chance to make it one one, whole different game. I like I I was saying to, I I texted it right. I was I would have put like my whole bank account on Thomas Mueller making that. Like he's just of that course. type of player. Like I was shocked. Of course. I was shocked. I remember saying I was like, dude, this guy right here who just missed that chance. He was their best player in the 2014 World Cup, which well, they won. He's, like, one of the top goal scorers, like, in World Cup history. Like, he's, like, yeah. And he's Pierce still, he's still playing at a super high level. better than him. Who? Hey, him. But, but the thing is, him and Lowe are now officially done, so we're going to get a new Germany. Who's the, the other one that's guy done? From, guy from um, 
Flick, Hansi Flick's going to go coach them. Yeah, I mean, you know, that's the thing so with Germany. Can't. It's they like there's so much talent. drama within Germany. With the like, Bayern basically runs the German like national team and like that whole like it's just it's it's absurd. It's absurd. One thing I don't get, I know he did win the World Cup, which is a big deal. First World Cup for unified Germany, but they've won like four World Cups, which I think is second in Brazil. But after after 2018, they kept low. They were like, "Oh, you're gonna get one more tournament? No way." You don't make you don't make the you don't make the knockouts. You get your your coach if you're Germany if you're that big a nation. You don't. And the thing is, is like once you lose it as a coach, you're you've you've lost it for like that team. You know, what I mean, you, there's not like especially with the amount of time that's in between tournaments and stuff like that. There's so it's so easy to make a transition. You know, it's just like just do it. You know, you've got other coaches yeah. that can do that. He was never the one that was going to get them back to what they were in 2014. No, no. That's all. I mean, that half. 80% of it's because of what their roster was in 2014. If you look at that team, I mean, Boateng, Prime, Hummels, Prime, Neuer, Prime, Muller, Prime, Cruz, Young, Lam, end of his prime, Ozil, Prime. I mean, no one had a chance against that team. If Argentina played that team 10 times, they would have lost them nine times out of 10. Yeah, it was, it was I, one player versus Germany. Them, them taking them that, that, that close. You know, making them score an excellent goal is pretty good. So I think that German team was really good. All right. Forget Germany. I guess uh, ne- next game was uh, the the Dutch versus the Czech Republic, which I did not watch, which the Dutch did lose to the Czech Republic, which Mbappe, not Mbappe, um, uh, Depay, on the wise first name's not coming to me. Memphis. Memphis. <laughs> Memphis Depay. Put up a true original Man United performance and sucked, and they lost to the Czech Republic. Disappointing defeat. Yeah, I I gotta be honest, I couldn't care less. About couldn't that care less thing. at all. If they had Van Dyke, maybe. Yeah. Uh, Delit, who I think's overrated, got a red card. Yeah, he's had a tough go. couple of years. He has. I mean, he, remember he signed that that deal with Juventus. He yeah. Had the release clause to Barcelona, and he's like, all right, two years from now, he's on Barcelona. Nothing. He's been trash. No, I we beat him. We we beat him in the Europa the, the Europa League final. He was the captain of that team. Trash. You know, but couldn't handle Mika, He couldn't handle Mkhitaryan. Yeah. yeah. That's that's a problem. <laughs> that's bad. <laughs> that is bad. Um. Right. Yeah. I mean. Yeah. I I don't. You know. Delit. I he'll be he'll be fine. He just. You know. I think this year might be it. You know. For him. I don't know. So, I can't see you, by the way. So yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm like taking a quick bathroom break here. Oh, you are. All right. So, what do we have uh, predictions wise? So, you think England's going to win, and I think Italy's going to win. I think that's pretty set in stone. Yeah, I'm good. I, I got England all the way. I don't. I. You know what though? I was saying today. I think Italy versus England would be a really good game because I think they're, oh they're two totally, totally different play sets. Even Spain, England—it's two totally different styles. I just right? I, if England, if England play Italy or Spain, no matter who they play in the final, they're not going to control the ball, right? So I think you have to almost play a counterattacking game. Yeah, I mean, with with Rice and and Calvin, I don't think you know the key isn't to control possession. Mm-hmm. You know, with those two players, I mean, 
you know, I, I if Spain, Spain's very similar to Germany to me, where those those two countries just never excite me as far as teams, like to to watch. Like, so I just hope. Well, especially that, now. Yeah. Especially in twenty now. in twenty ten. I guess that's where Steve would have excited me. I mean, Javi, Iniesta, Ramos, all those guys. Right now, no. Yeah. I think, you know what, now that I think about it, it's kind of like you go from Spain to Germany to France and now maybe England being like that team. You know what I mean? As far as like rotating the European countries as far as dominance goes. You know? I think it's France and England and everyone else. Yeah. At this point. Just because of how young they are. Yeah. Both teams. Yeah, and I think Italy's more of like a... Like a like a really good team, but almost like a consistent underdog team, just because they don't have the same type of talent. The know? super the superpower, yeah. That that megastar power, I don't think Italy has that France and England do have. No, I think right? I think Italy's even, midfield. Even France, Italy's midfield is star power, but like uh-huh. besides but, maybe Donnarumma and Chiellini, but Italy's attack though, like Griezmann, Griezmann and Benzema. I mean. I guess the World Cup is only a year and a half away, so it's different. But you got to almost move on from them. Who, who's next? Dembele? I don't know. France has people waiting, and I think I think England is the same way. I mean, the I amount of, the amount is. of players that France have in the wings waiting for like center back, midfield, and attack is. It, who it, though? Who's who's your place in Griezmann and attack? I don't think there's anyone. Because a lot of the players right are, are young, right? I mean, yeah, you said Dembele, um, you know. Dembele's good. Coleman, Coleman came on. He was good in the tournament. Martial's going to have to leave to be anywhere near France, France quality. Never, that's never going to happen for him at Man United because he's not going to play any time. Um, it, it is hard to speculate on, on national teams because you don't know what's going to happen. But the thing is, with the World Cup, it's only a year and a half away. It's pretty... It's, because right, that's going to happen in the winter of the Premier League two years from now. Because they can't, they can't play in the summer. I don't know what the Premier League's going to do. What are we going to play in the summer? We have to play what in the summer? We have to play the Premier League in June. Yeah, it, it, no. we're going to have to take a month, a month and a half off for the tournament, right? Yeah, we're not going to continue the. It's not going to be like the Africa combinations where we just keep on going. Like that would be <laughs> ridiculous. <laughs> Obviously, but like. I just feel like that affects the sport already because if you think about it, England right now, Man United have five England players. If England win the tournament, I think the finals on the 11th, preseason normally starts what? Like late July? Yeah, yeah. So they'll be done the 11th of July. They're not showing up for another month. Oh, no, no. Preseason preseason starts like next week. Preseason doesn't start at the end of July. No preseason. So next next summer you almost have to give them a full pre a full off season because you haven't given an off season in two and a half years three years so you have to go a full off season next summer and then the summer after that you're gonna have to give them even you're gonna have to play because the Premier League's gonna be delayed because the World Cup's in January because UEFA got paid to put it in Qatar big mistake it, it, it's gonna end up being a big mistake beating that World Cup being in Qatar yeah. Like, yeah, and 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 the Qatari guys are the are the head of PSG who now run the European Clubs Association and can sign Donnarumma, Ramos, and and Hakimi with a snap of a finger and get no consequences for it. So, hey, thanks, congratulations, thanks, everybody! Congratulations about not doing the Super League and having them run yeah, the show. Yo, yo, congrats! Applause, stand up, 
round of applause for the fans at Stanford Bridge who protested the Super League because thank you for all this. Yeah, this is, yeah, yeah, this is, exactly. Really good, really good, really good. Exactly. Awful, just awful. UEFA, oh, you you know what, before you go on the let's talk about UEFA. I hate them getting rid of the away goals. I know you like it. I hate I like it. it. More, more extra time, more penalties. The worst thing that's ever been done. Penalties are the worst decider of a tiebreaker in the world. I mean, you know, we have to. Well, we will. Th- we will find out if we like this or not in two years, right? So let, let's see it. Well, I will. You won't. <laughs> <laughs> it's the that's the story of us. All right, so. <laughs> it's true. Um, All right, let's get off your transfer because that's really you know. I mean, right, we'll go right down that road. Arsenal. What did you guys finish eighth? We already went over this. We're in a big summer, especially with that coach stand, because he's on a, he's not even short leash that my coach is. I don't think he's on a short leash unless he starts he the season me. like he like he does. But so we're starting transfers forty nine minutes in, which I think is pretty funny. Um, we had the Euros and uh, yeah. in England and uh, Germany to talk about. Yeah. All right. So here's the deal: Arsenal need like a whole new team. But so I'm gonna go position by position and say my thoughts, because every position has like a bunch of shit going on. So Arteta and Edu have like their hands full with everything right now. So you can ask me questions along the way. Um, so I'll start with goalkeeper. So goalkeeper was a position that I did not think needed anything, but now Leno might want to leave. Um, the the backup goalkeeper that we bought last summer is the worst goalkeeper to play in Premier League history. Um, so we got a loan keeper halfway through, but he doesn't want to stay because he's getting offered the starting job at Celtic. And so now we're looking at now we're looking at getting Onana, who uh, who basically is on a drugs ban, uh, and then looking to get Aaron Ramsdale, who's been relegated twice as a goalkeeper in the Premier League, and we're looking at paying thirty million for him. So, so, so wait, 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 wait. This is where we keep going. You know the goalie who's leaving Arsenal? Do you have the goalie of, of South Central <laughs> Football Club? Yeah, our... who can't beat who can't beat Steven Gerrard? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. So, so the so the guy that we got from Brighton halfway through the season on loan, Matt Ryan, our backup oh, goalkeeper, one, one T, Matt, Matt with one T, yeah, yeah. And so he, yeah, so he's a he's an Arsenal fan, so that's why he came on loan. But now he's getting off for the starting job at Celtic, so he's going to go there. So we need a backup goalkeeper, and we might need a full-time number one goalkeeper because Leno might want to leave, depending on offers. Ideally, just sign a backup English goalkeeper and keep Leno for a year and then sell him and deal with that in a year. But So did Leno not make the German team? He did. He did? Was he the two? Yeah, I think so. Okay. Oh, no, no, he might have been the I three. I didn't even know that. No, I, even know that. no, I think he was the three because of Ter Stegen. I think he was the three. Jeremy, that's a pretty good goalie. Yeah. Those, really. might be, those might be the two best in the world. I saw um, over in Brazil, Anderson, Anderson starting for um, Brazil. When I used to be a big, at, what does Anderson do, guy? Oh, he's good. Oh, he's unbelievable. Oh, my God, he's better than that. See, the thing is, if we're talking about goalies, you probably rank, Leno's probably a B, right? Yeah. He's a B. He stays most of the I think Allison, Allison's a B, right? I think, I think Anderson's an A. I think I think Allison's a B plus. I think Allison's better than Leno. Sure, sure, sure. But I don't think he's an A goalie. Like like 
like De Gea in his prime was, or like Neuer in his prime was, or like Ederson is right now because of the way he kicks the ball. Yeah, I mean, I would say Allison the year that they won the league. I think he was good. I think he was he was an A goalie the year they won the league, and maybe the year before when they won the Champions League. I don't. I think he's good. I don't think he's great. I don't think he's a, he's a game changer of the game. Sure. I mean, yeah. But that's the thing. I don't think you need. You don't need a game changer to win everything. You need a good goalie, yeah. which is what he was, and they won. So, all right, keep going. All right. So that's Back the goalkeeper goal. situation. We'll see what happens there. I'm a little bit worried about paying 25 million for a goalkeeper who's been relegated twice. But um, so onto left back. Uh, Tierney's injury prone. He's good, but he's injury prone. That's my big thing with him. So he signed that. Benfica left back for eight million. Young kid, you know. Apparently, the Benfica fans and him hate each other. So if he's an attitude problem, we'll just get rid of him for the same money. But you know, just a good backup left back. Nothing crazy there. Kolasinac, we still got to sell because he's back off of loan after being relegated in Germany. Um, so we got to get rid of him somehow, either Italy or Germany for low money. Um, hopefully, we get him out the door because he's on high wages. Um, anything to add there or no? What'd you take a loss about? I just think he's a loser. Yeah. No, I have nothing to add. Those are all losers. Yep. And so now on to right well, back. No, 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 wait, wait, wait. Tierney's not a loser. I mean, Tierney is in your lineup going forward for sure. Oh yeah, he'll he'll be captain once. You know, I, I know weeks. you don't. He's injury prone. Blah blah blah. He's one of your starters in your eleven. That is a Premier League winning starter. Yes. Like, yes. Yes. Right. Wait. How many? How many of those guys do you think you have? One, two, Saka. I think Pepe. Maybe all by, I guess, could win the Premier League, yeah. Pepe. If Pepe, he... maybe, yeah, sure, sure, sure. But in party, party, I mean, you could have been $50 million for a guy and think, oh, this guy can't win the Premier League. I don't know. All right. Well, what do you what do you want to say about? This? Well, we'll get to that. We're we're at the yeah. we're at defense right now, so we'll move on to. All right. right. I have besides that, that that your left back there is a, a Premier League winning player. Yeah. At at that. All right. So right back, I didn't think this was going to be an issue. But Bellerin now doesn't know how to play soccer, so he's leaving. Um, Cedric is overpaid. We gave him a four-year deal because we were buddies with his agent. Um, so he's overpaid and can't leave. Um, okay, so, so, so explain to me what happened with Cedric and William. Why? Well, they're all Kia Jaraption guys, which was buddy-buddy with Raul. Remember Don Raul making all the deals? So he, he, he was buddy-buddy with them, so that's how they got those contracts. So um, he was awful. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So so Cedric right, yeah. so Cedric stinks, but he can be a backup, I guess, serviceable. We have Chambers too, who is our starting right back at the end of the year. He might be our starting right back because we're not linked to anybody. We're not linked to anybody at right back. So it might just be that we get rid of Bellerin, have Chambers and Cedric as our two right backs, which I could not be less comfortable with. But hopefully, we get linked to a right back later on. Um, that's a real position to worry, but Bellerin's going to leave, and that's really sad. All right, the so lot. what? You like the lot? The lot? I take I take him. I think he's going to go back to Milan, though. I have no idea. I have no idea. All right, so now now we're on to the the first big position of this center back, which has a lot of controversy. Con- controversy. I can't. Hey, hey, hey! Before you even go, I have a lot to say about this position. Okay. So. All right, so here's the deal. Before the summer, we had Gabriel at left back along. I mean, at left center back along with Pablo Murray. Perfectly too fine. Gabriel, you know, has a lot of potential. He's good. Murray's a good backup left center back. No problem there. Our two right center backs, our three right center backs, 
are Holding, Saliba, and Mavropanos, and David Luiz left. David Luiz, I'm going to miss very much, but I understand why he's going to go. Mavropanos is getting sold. Fine. I mean, I don't know. He seems pretty good. I don't know why we wouldn't want to keep him and sell Holding for the English premium. But, um, so, Holding, fine, serviceable, seen as a leader. Uh, Holding would get us 15. It's like, that's like paying Lingard to get us 25. I mean, that's kind of pushing it. Yeah, fair. Okay. Um, so, anyway, so Saliba, (laughs) so Saliba is supposed to be, like, awesome, right? We're now on, we're now on two summers (laughs) later after, after getting him, and he still can't play for us. He's going on loan to Marseille. Um, with his buddy Gwen Doozy, which I, uh, which I don't think is a good thing because Gwen Doozy hates Arteta. So what is he going to tell Saliba for a year? Wait, an MUFC Yank over here would like to point out that Fofana was one of the best center backs in the league, and he played with uh, Saliba. Yeah, and and people said that Saliba was a lot better than Fofana. So oh my God, Fofana's unbelievable. So I don't know why so Saliba will go on loan at France next year and st- and win and be in the premier and be in the uh, league one team of the season again. And for whatever reason, he won't play for us. So it, it doesn't my make gram- sense. My, my grandma can make a league one team of the season. Yeah. Okay. Fair. That's fair. <laughs> True. So anyway, I guess a year from now we'll revisit Saliba, but it's not looking good for him. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. Showed that last year too. Saliba, we gotta talk about Saliba. Okay, because Saliba is supposed to be this guy who was like gonna revolutionize your defense. Ben White's better than him, right? You'd rather have Ben White than Saliba, right? If you told me right now who would you rather sign, Ben White or Saliba, I'd say Ben White. But, like, we don't have, no, like, he, we don't, we're not Man City. We don't have infinite money. Why don't we, like, try to see if, if Saliba can play? You have a lot of money. You have a decent amount of money. If you spend your money right, you're going to be a good football club, right? Yes. You have, more, you have even more money than Liverpool had when they were when they were shit and they gave a good football club. You just have to spend your money right. Ben White, in my opinion, Ben White is the right signing. He is a guy who is going to play center back for you 35 games out of 38 Premier League games. Saliba's never going to do that. Can I, can I talk? I, ben White is great. Ben White is, is awesome. I, I will be excited for him starting at, at for us. But my thing is, like, Saliba could also play left center back, too. You know what I mean? Why don't you get rid of Mari and and have a competition between Gabriel and Saliba for for the left center back role and still sign White? Like why? Like why is this? Like that? That's my thing. Is I think Saliba should just be given an opportunity and get Premier League minutes, not League One minutes. But, but if you sign Ben White and Saliba say is better than him, and you spent fifty million on Ben White, is that is that reasonable? So what you-, you want you want Ben White to be in a to get signed. You want to sign Ben White still. But you want him to be in a competition for the left center back position with Saliba. That makes no sense. You're going to spend fifty million on a player in your arsenal who doesn't have that much money anyways. You're misunderstanding me. Fifty million on a player who's not going to beat Saliba out of his spot. You're misunderstanding me. I'm giving Ben White the right center back spot. What I'm saying is, is Saliba and Gabriel fight it out for the left center back spot. Ben White has his spot. So why is Saliba leaving? I don't know because because we have holding. But Arteta, it. you're a big Arteta guy. You should have my answer for me. I, I am a big Arteta guy. It has to it has to be a personality thing. It, it has to be because he's just not ready. He's just not mature enough. That's my thing. So, so based on has pure football knowledge, it does not make sense that he's going back on loan to you. Unless, well, the thing is, is he would, he's going to get 38 games at Marseille. He's going to be their starting center back. I get it, but why not loan him to a Premier League team? Because like, I know, I know apparently... 
Apparently, we gave him a choice, and he chose Marseille instead of, like, Newcastle or Southampton. Why would you give him a choice? We have a, I don't we have know. A guy like a, we signed a mob for, like, $30 million. The rumor is he's going to go on loan this year to Premier League team. We're not giving him a choice. You want to go back to the Ivory Coast? You want to go back to the French League? You want to go back to the Italian League? No, you're going to play in the Premier League, bro. I'd send Saliba, send him to one of the newly promoted teams. Don't you? The thing is, if you do a loan... And you, you do a loan where, where you do his loan? What? Where do you do his loan, Saliba? He was at Nice. So if you do your loan at Nice, and you are a team of the season defender at Nice, I don't think you need another loan to Nice. Right? No. You need a loan somewhere else. If you're, gonna, if, you're gonna, if you're not gonna come back to play for your team, you gotta loan somewhere else besides the team that you already were team of the season. It's not gonna improve. Right? Yeah. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I, Saliba wasn't signed by Arteta. I don't know. But you know what? If it's Gabriel and White next season, it should be a pretty good center back pairing. We'll see what happens with Saliba a year from now. Orny's saying that he's still part of the long-term plans. We signed him to a five-year contract, and next summer he's going to have two years left on his deal. So, that's, and Guendouzi, and, and who's going to the same year, club yeah. as him, is going to be in his ear the in his ear the whole year saying Arteta sucks, Arteta sucks, Arteta sucks, don't don't go back to Arsenal. So I don't you know, that's my thing. I, I, I don't like to point out we did sign Sancho with a five year contract and he is going to be playing for us next year. But <laughs> besides that so you're not gonna get so he's not gonna come maybe sign Ben White. That's still I thought your defense last year uh, your defensive record's not horrible. Yeah. But I think but having better defenders allows you to play more offense. If you're selling Jocko, what what are you replacing him with? All right, so I I still got to keep on going with this, but like the thing is, we have the third best defense in the league. I think Ben White's more of like if you look at Man City, he would be more of like a John Stones type progressing the ball. I don't think Holdings as good as that. You know, when we yeah. lost David Luiz, we we really were worse without David Luiz, and that's a big reason why we lost against Villarreal is because we could not progress the ball from the back. So Ben White's going to do that. In hey, spades. we lost to Villarreal too because we had Maguire. He couldn't. We couldn't play rest of all from the back either. That shitty fucking team. and I. Yeah. So, um, so that that's kind of our deal at center back. So now now I am at the point where we can talk about Jaka. Um, in the midfield here. So obviously Partey. Um, Euro player of the tournament, Golden Ball, Golden Boot. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Okay. Wait. <laughs> So we have Partey. He had a not great first season, but there's promise there. He's also going to be 28, so he has to be right, good. Full thoughts on Partey. You got to give him. What? What do you think about Partey? I I I I I think Partey is really talented. I I don't think he, you know, it, we signed him on deadline day, right? So he didn't have time to get acclimated. Um, but he's good, but he's also bad at times. Like he's kind of shaky. He doesn't look like the finished product to me at 27 years old. That's my thing. But, What's you know, bad um, he's bad at not just making stupid, deci- like not like Jaka stupid decisions, but like he'll just pass a ball and it'll go nowhere near anybody and it'll just go out of play. You know, and he just just some decisions he makes. You know, I, I just think a lot of the shots he takes out outside the box, they always go. They're like Balotelli, like going to the, to the second deck. I mean, you know, he's. He's just not he, – he just never – I think if he gets a preseason, he'll be good. Um, and we signed that Lokonga kid. 
um, who's basically just the same thing as Partey, just 21 years old, like from Anderlecht. People say good things about him. It'll be like 17 million. I think that's a good deal. So he'll be back up there. 17 million, that's a good, that's a change though. What? I don't care if he's good. That's a good chunk. That's a big transfer if you spend seventy million on a player. Well, you know what? Here's the thing: is he's going to be he's going to basically be the backup center mid behind whoever we sign to replace Jaka, and then behind Partey, and he's going to wrote he's going to come in to replace either one of those two. So, well, what about your attacking your attacking mids there, like Smith Rose? He have a you have a place in the team? Yeah, yeah, he does. I mean, the thing is, is we still want to sign a number ten because giving like. Playing thirty eight games for for Saka and Smith Rowe, they're so young, right? Like we need we need another person to rotate with them, um, yeah. And, and so, uh, you know, we're you know we Odegaard just announced that he's not coming back, so that's done. Wendia went Lingard? to Aston Villa. You want Lingard as the ten? No. <laughs> no. But uh, you know, maybe James Madison. That's somebody that we're looking at. Um, that's a waste of mine. Madison. Yeah, I don't. I I yeah. I kind of agree. I I think. I always said that because I remember we used to be with Dybala for our ten. Because we're looking at ten now. We used to we because we we had Lingard as our ten. We were looking at ten. Dybala, Madison, and Bruno. And I mean, we went the right way, but like, I don't think Madison has that. I just don't. No. 38 games, I don't think he has that in him to make him that, like a top 14. I just don't. No, I, I wouldn't pay $65 million for him, that's for sure. Yeah, as much as Sancho. Yeah, sure. Totally. Yeah, you're worth that. Yeah, no. I think... Did, I, he, make, did he make the England team? Is he still no, going to England? No. Yeah, I'm, I'm out of him. Keep your boy Saka playing right wing. But that's the thing. Where, where's Saka playing? If you, 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 pay, you pay the same amount of money... For Pepe, as we did for Sancho, and you have Saka, who is better than him at the exact same position. What do you do? Well, Saka can play on the left too. Him and Pope, him and Pepe kind of can swap wings and stuff. I'd rather play. I'd rather play Saka at his best position. I don't know if Saka's best position is right wing. I think he could be just as good as the left on the left. You think? Well, yep. Okay. Uh, well, okay. Keep going with your transfers, because then that means what's Bamiang doing? Bamiang's going to play striker. Okay. Hey, what block is that doing? What? What block is that doing? Well, because that's got to go. What's Reese Nelson doing? Reese Nelson is probably going to get... See, this is what I'm doing. i got to go through all this. So... What's my name? We're... This is... All we're... right, keep going. You, you can go through it all, but, like, you're, you're going to say things that don't make sense. Like, like Martinelli's got a spot to play. You have all these people playing. All right, so we still... So... To replace Xhaka, we're looking at either Neves or Locatelli or maybe Renato Sanchez. I don't think we're going to get up. We might end up getting Neves out of those three. Um, but just a deep-lying player to par- partner Partey. Lukonga would be kind of the third guy behind him. And then Guendouzi's getting sold. Torreira's going to get sold somewhere. I don't know where. Hopefully for some money. Um, El Nene's probably going to stay, which is stupid because we have this kid named Miguel Aziz who is probably just as good as him. And uh, Better so- Egyptian? Aziz? Aziz, no, he's he's English, Nigerian, and something else. He's a mix. Um, and so, yeah, okay. and so, and here's the other thing: we still have Joe Willock and Ainsley Maitland Niles. I forgot that they existed. So, like, I don't know if Willock's going to get sold. I think Maitland Niles is going to get sold. But Willock went off at the end of the season, scoring a bunch of goals. I think if you're not going to, I would rather just keep Joe Willock instead of signing James Madison. And like rotate between him and and Smith Rowe as like kind of like the pseudo number ten. Um, well, I'd, I'd I'd rather sign Jack Grealish than, than any of them. Thank you. 
<laughs> so, I'm just saying, he cannot be that much more money. He plays for fucking Austin Dia. Come on. He's the best player in the, he, he, I think he is the best player in the Eno's draft. Get him out of there. Oh, Somebody. yeah. No, he's got to go. Somebody. Especially Todd. Like, again, Todd's a shitty place to go. I'd rather go to Arsenal at this point. If Todd saw Harry Kane, 100% they should go after him. Mm-hmm. I agree. Right? Yep. He, he can't be that much more than James Madison. You know how much better a player he is than James Madison? It's not close. It's not even close. It's not close. Oh, terrible. But so that's the thing. Playing, your summer's really dependent on selling one of your strikers there. No, not really. Well, if you don't sell Jaka, not Jaka, uh, Laka or Aubameyang, what do you do? Uh, with, with it Pepe. doesn't. It doesn't really Pepe. affect anything because Aubameyang's not going to be playing on the wing. Because then you have Aubameyang, Lacazette, and Pepe, and then you have Saka. Is Saka playing above those o- three? Only, only Aubameyang or Lacazette is going to be playing at a time now. It's over. That experiment's done. We're not playing them They're both. Not, who's playing striker though? Aubameyang's going to be playing striker, and Lacazette's going to be backup if he stays. So you're saying that like we could see Aubameyang as the nine? Yes, that's then, what was happening at the end then, of the season. Okay. And then, and then Sock on the left and Pepe on the right. Yes. And then Smith Rowe is the 10 with somebody else as the 10 as a signing there. Then get, and then Martinelli can either play through the wing or as a striker. And then we have Balogun, too, um, as a backup striker, um, young guy. And then we got to sell Eddie and Kedia, who I forgot existed as well. And then we yeah, still have, Eddie Nogles. Yep. And then we still have uh, Reese Nelson. Um, so we got to sell him or loan him. So, uh, and Smith Rowe needs to sign a contract because Aston Villa keeps on bidding for him. Um, and so, yeah, the striker is kind of a the, the striker is a bad situation because I would sell Lacazette and keep uh, Martinelli to either play on the left or Balogun through the middle. Um, Gabriel um, Gabriel Martinelli either left wing or striker to fill in, and then Balogun as a backup striker too. And Kedia needs to get sold. Nelson go. William go. You guys need a Bonnie Yang, though, I still think, because he's your only proven goal scorer. Yeah, no, he's going to be our starting number nine. All right, so you agree that, like, if you if you get rid of Lacazette and a Bonnie, it doesn't work. No, 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 no. If, if a striker's going to leave, it's going to be Lacazette, that's it. And if right, Lacazette so you stays... You agree if, you do need a Bonnie Yang, right? Yes, and if Lacazette... I mean, you, you just signed to a contract, he's not going to Yeah, no, he's on too much money, and he can still score goals. The thing is, Agreed. is yeah, okay. if, if Lacazette is staying, then I would think about loaning Balogun um, because, you know, right. it's just useless to have him stay. So, zero, forget anything that's happening. Based off what you think is going to happen, based off transfers on September 1st, I know we don't play that day, but on September 1st, who do you think your your best 11? Okay. So, best 11. I would say that... On, Len- on, 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 on September 1st, what do you think your best 11 will be? So, this includes... Every transfer you think's going out, every transfer you think's coming in, on January 1st, what's your best 11? Okay. So I think I think Leno will end up staying. So you do – okay, that's actually a good question. Where do you think he could go? What what, what are his options for I, upgrading Arsenal? None, right? Yeah. So, yeah, that's actually a good point. He has no options. Right? Yeah, I I think I think he's the type of player where you know we'll probably try to sign Onana or something, and we'll get a backup goalkeeper too, and then Onana will be our starting goalkeeper next year, and we'll sell Leno. I think that that's kind of makes the most sense to me. But I think Leno is going to be our starting goalkeeper. Obviously, Tierney left back. We'll have um, White and Gabriel as our two center backs. 
Who do you guys play first team, you know? Uh, Brentford. We'll probably tie. I could care. I could care less. <laughs> They're newly promoted, right? Yeah, but you know, newly did they, promoted. Did they, win the, did they win the playoff or were they win the two? Do you know? I think they were playoff. <laughs> oh, so you have the worst team in the league. Yeah, we'll time. Obviously. We'll time. Based, based off, based off like technicalities, that's the worst team in the league. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, play that one center back. So, your Leno, Tierney, White, Gabrielle. Who's playing right back? Right back, I think it might be Chambers, and I'm going to kill myself with that. You don't think Bellerin's starting game one on September 1st? No, be- no Bellerin's 100% leaving, 100% getting sold. 100%. Oh, he, that, that's a fact? Yes, 100%. Who's interested in him? Inter. Uh, Unai wants him, too, at Villarreal. Inter, like everyone. Yeah. So... I think right back, it'll either be a new signing or it'll be Chambers. Um, I think our midfield is going to be Ruben Neves, Partey, and I think it's going to be a new signing. Yep. Um, if not, it'll be Smithrow. And, yep. and then on the wings, it'll be Saka and Pepe and Aubameyang through the middle. And I think that team is pretty good. I think that team's pretty good. Um, so but, you, you think Saka Saka really can play on the left? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's I mean, not that's not even a question. Why not? What do you mean, why not? Why is that not a question? Because he he's played as a left back, a left wing back, a left wing, a right wing. He's played as a number ten. He's played as an eight. He can play anywhere and still be really good. He's two footed. He can play. It's like Jaden playing on the right. Jaden's right footed. Saka's left footed. They're they're kind of like similar in that sense, actually, where they can play on both wings. Except they're different. They're different styles of play. But it's, it's, I think you want to play him in whatever his best position is. I feel like I I, I think Pepe's best position is right wing. I couldn't tell you if Saka's best position is through the right, uh, left, or middle. All right. I, so we'll figure it out next year. What, I mean. What's your goal for next year in the Premier League? What's what? Top six. Yeah, we get, your we, goal. we gotta we gotta compete for top four and end up either fifth or sixth. Okay, I mean, yeah, top four is gonna be tough. I mean, especially with the money that that's the top. The, the only club who doesn't have top four money right now is Liverpool, but I think their team's still good enough back line wise. Because with Van Dijk coming back and and Allison and then the two fullbacks, I think you're good enough back line wise. But my one thing with Liverpool is I don't think their attack, I think, is dead. I think it's dead. It's dead. And they're not replacing it. I mean, Firmino and Mane are going to be their attackers here. It's dead. It's just dead. I I think they're going to finish fourth. I really do. I think they're the team that is the team to get to. And I it's arrogant saying that as a man, all that, but I think they're the team to get to because I think that attack's dead. Yeah, and I, I, you know, I think... I think Man United with if you know if you guys if get we have Varane, if we have Varane, that condition, I, I'm I'm considering everything based off us getting Varane. I think that'll probably happen. So do I. And if we get Varane, right now without Man City having Kane, I think us with Varane, we have the best team on paper. Dead serious. N- n- say if, the line. What's what's your if, lineup? Naming the lineup with Veron. I would say it would be Sancho, Cavani, Rashford, Pogba, Bruno, Fred, Veron, Maguire, Juan Bissaka, Shaw, and then the goalie, whoever it may be. You just got to get an upgrade on Fred. You just have to. 
I still think we're better than Man City without Kane. Because them without a nine is a disaster. I think that team without a nine is a disaster. It's I, not a disaster, but I don't think they can win a big game. I just don't. You, you, if you're gonna get Varane, you gotta get a you gotta get a DM. We're not gonna though. We don't have that money in our, in the bank. I mean, we we've already spent seventy three million on on Sancho. We're gonna spend fifty million on Varane. We'd have to sell Martial. We have to sell um, Lingard. We'd have to sell all these guys. Yeah, which I think I, you're I, gonna I do. No, I I don't think what DM. There, there's one DM, and me and you both don't really like him. There's one DM I think that really makes us a better team right now, and that's that's Declan Rice, and he's not affordable. Right now, what? Give me one DM you think right now, realistically on the transfer market, that makes us that title contender. There's no one. No one better than Fred. Cam, like, like that's the thing. Camavinga, he's 18 years old. He's not winning us the title right away. No, no. Right? Camavinga wouldn't make sense to me. No, I understand that. Yeah, that's what I was saying. I was saying oh, we're interested in Camavinga. That makes no sense. Fred Camavinga, Camavinga would be a Pogba replacement. That's what Camavinga would be. The problem is we already have Pogba's replacement in Van de Beek. Yeah. Why are you laughing at that? He might be good. <laughs> he just doesn't play. Probably like, we, ever. Our thing was we, we, we really should have sold, sold Pogba and replaced him with Grinch. I mean, that was, it was simple to do, and we didn't do it. Yeah, that's pretty bad. Right? I mean, that would have been a really like-for-like swap. Yeah, that would have been. It worked out really good. Imagine Grillish. But then again, where's Rashford play? He doesn't play. But no, Grill should play as. Oh uh, yeah, now you're fucked. Yeah, because you'd have to play Bruno, Rashford, and Grealish, and then Sancho. Look, we'll see. It, it's not my decision to make it. It's it, it's the manager's decision to make. So we'll Listen, see. Listen, I, I think I think that there would be a guy out there for thirty forty million that you can get somewhere. What? I don't know where. I think you could get a guy for thirty forty million to be better than Fred. That that's just my opinion. Better than Fred on for thirty forty million? No way. I don't think there's a player better than Fred for thirty, forty million. Fred's like, that it, good? Declan Declan Rice is better than Fred. I'll admit that. He's eighty million though. For thirty to forty million, I don't think we get a better player than Fred. Ooh, ooh. I don't know. I just think you yeah. might be able to find somebody though. I, I I don't think there is. I think Fred is the best one to handle Pogba if we're going to play them in a pivot. But I don't think like if we're playing Man City, can you really play Fred and Pogba in a pivot? No. Right? That's my thing. So you have to find somebody. Well, I think we're kind of almost handcuffed with Pogba, and we're almost better off just riding out the season and letting them leave. And I love Pogba, but I think he handcuffs us. And he's not consistent in any way, shape, or form. He doesn't have a position where he's really the greatest at. So you're kind of put in a a spot by him. Because the problem with Pogba is, when he's on, he's as good as anyone in the world. Right? So if you get the best of the Pogba, he's as good as any player in the world. So you almost have to try and get the best out of him. Yeah, but I just... we're in a tough position because we have Bruno, too, who over a 38-game season, over a 50-game season, I'd rather Bruno than Pogba 10 times out of 10. Yeah. Over one game, yeah, sure, I'd take Pogba because he's the better player. But over a 50-game season... Pogba showed me he doesn't have it. Yeah. I don't know how we got here, but... <laughs> I mean, talking about... Talking about both of our pivots, I don't think... I mean, what's Liverpool's pivot? Fabinho and Thiago and Henderson? That's going to be midfield next year? I think that's a good I midfield. Like I don't think so. I don't think they got enough offense. 
Thiago's not an offensive player. He, he can pass the ball. He doesn't create chances. Yeah, but that's just not their system. I understand that, but I think with their system now, they need to create chances because Firmino used to create chances. He doesn't anymore. Yeah. Sala used to create chances. Their front three used to create so much opportunity for them. Even their back, even their two fullbacks used to. Even they don't anymore. Yeah, it's I just, all different with the I time. just think you got to... Mane and Firmino have to be replaced, I think. And so Jota's jo- Jota's one of those replacements, and then you need somebody else to be the striker of the left wing. They need, I think they need an eye. Badly. And so does City. Both teams need an eye. Yeah. But the thing is, I think City is probably going to get that nine. In Liverpool, I mean, Liverpool have, no, Liverpool have not too much money as Arsenal do. I have a question for Maybe you. Even I have a question. So, so when you talk to me about Martinelli and if he's going to get game time, your golden boy, too, isn't going to get any game time. I think he's the, uh, the backup striker, and I think Cavani, based off last year, he, he doesn't play that much. Okay. Cavani comes off the bench in the 60th minute, but he'll play in the big, 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 big-time games. He'll play in all of our Champions League games. He'll play in most of our big Premier League games. But I think Greenwood will get 30 stars next year. Because I think at this point, Greenwood is the... Because I think we have to sell Martial, really. Yes. Right? Mm-hmm. So, because I think Greenwood's 10 times better than him. So I think Greenwood is going to be the backup striker. But in terms of a back... As in terms of backup striker for us right now, a backup striker is a pretty big role because Cavani cannot play every game. He just can't. At his age, he's good to, to keep for, for the games he can play and keep him off the bench for the games he can so I think Greenwood does get a lot of time playing as a nine. And, and, and Greenwood as a nine playing with Rashford and Sancho, it's ten times better than him as a right winger playing with Cavani and or playing with playing with Martial and, and Rashford. I just think he's better as a striker because of the way he, he's not he's not a creator. He's not Picano Saka in terms or or Jane Sancho in, in the way they play. They don't play the same way. So, uh, uh, Greenwood's uh, Greenwood's the number nine. He's a finisher. He's Harry Kane. Yeah. I mean, so that's where I think he'll play this year. I think he's the backup striker, and I think it, as long as we don't sign anybody, it's a good role for him. Yeah, I, that makes a lot of sense. Because <laughs> I mean, you need backups, right? I mean, I mean, we <laughs> Darren James are backup, right? <laughs> you see, we re-signed uh, Juan Mata. You re-signed Juan Mata for like a one year. I have no problem with it. All I liked is. Him being a veteran with like the young kids, it's not like he's going to take time away from them. Yeah, and, and it's Man United. It's not like the wages matter. People are complaining about him. Like, dude, that's a fine signing for us. The, all the young guys like him. He's a good guy. He's good to have around the training ground. Why do you guys care? Yeah, and he probably likes it too. So it's just yeah. I yeah, no problem with that. Keeps the number eight from Bruno is going over. You're going to keep the number eight from me for another year. <laughs> that's what fun. number soccer wear? He got the seven with the contract extension. Oh, he did. Yeah. 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 Mason wears the eleven now, and, and I don't know what's happening with the Jaden number yet. No one knows. Cause like that could be a, if we don't show Marcial, he's gonna fucking freak out if we take his number away again. Marcial has to go. He has to go. Yeah. Give Kavani the nine. Give Sancho the seven. Cause Sancho, not cause Kavani broke the seven curse from Ronaldo. And then let Tony move on. I, I, I see I see Tony as a stamped on Tottenham Harry Kane replacement. Him and Lingard on Tottenham. 
Tip one guy at the law. Like, oh, thanks, 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 Man City for that for that money. <laughs> that would be like my best case scenario. I'd love that if that happened. I would legitimately yeah, be so I, happy. I, I, well, I don't think Tony's a bad player. That's my only thing. Yeah. Uh, no. who, who else? Like Tony, Tony the year we told Lukaku plan to play striker, he scored twenty two goals, non penalties. Uh, so Tottenham, I, I think Tottenham in the end, I think Man City are going to get him for that money. Yeah. Hundred percent. What did Tottenham do? Tottenham are fucked because they have an they idiot. They have a noodle, right? They have an noodle idiot coach. Yeah, they have a. They, I don't think yeah, they just have. They I don't, don't have a good coach, idiot. and they don't have a good. I think, he, I think he's director. a good coach for them. I think he's a fine coach for them. He'll, I think he can get them in the top seven. Yeah, it, yeah. If you want to get top seven, take Nuno. Yeah, that's fine. That should be Tottenham's goal, though. They're not a top four club. They're a top seven club. Yeah. Okay. That, I'm happy with that. We'll finish about right, next so year. So you're looking at Tottenham as this like the second place club that they want to with Harry Kane and Erickson and and, and, and and the two center backs in their prime. Uh, what I'm thinking about Tottenham is that they want to compete for top four. But they're not anymore. That's they're, they're too old. Yeah. Especially with selling Harry Kane, they're too old. It's yeah. past. It's past that. That's why Harry Kane wants to leave because he knows it's done. There, there's nothing left to do. It's it's over. It's over for them. And you know, I I that's my goal next year is like finish fifth or sixth and finish above Tottenham for the first time. Like Their five best years. chance was the year that you got finished second and Leicester won. Yep. And then their second best chance was the year that they lost to Liverpool in the final and, and the Euro, and they in the Champions League. Those were they had a really good team for about three four years there and it's over now. It's just. The coach is gone. Their best players are about to be gone. Deli Ali went on a fucking... I don't even know what happened to him. Erickson had cardiac arrest. He left for Inter. I, I, like, it's over. It's so over. Yeah, it, their, their time's done, and, you know, and they have an idiot running them now, so they won't be good in two or three years, and I'll be able to tell everybody I that I, I called it. I don't mind Nuno as, as a manager for that club. I'm not, I'm not talking about Nuno. I'm talking about their sporting director. Their sporting director is an idiot. He, he's, like, so dumb. It's, it's crazy. Dumb and how? What? What does he do that's dumb? Look at Juventus for the past three or four years. Alright, so he's small. Yeah. <laughs> so you're not, I mean, how many years in a row have Tottenham finished in front of you? I think it's like three or four now, maybe. Yeah. And it should be like six if they didn't choke that year that you guys finished second. <laughs> yeah, we, we got second on the last day of the year against, yeah, yeah I remember, remember that. They blessed your year, right? Yeah. Because remember Chelsea had that game versus, uh, not Chelsea, uh, Tottenham had that game versus Chelsea? <laughs> Has it scored that goal? I don't know if you remember that goal. Oh, yeah. Great goal. <laughs> oh, my God. It's one of the best goals I've ever scored in Premier League. Great goal. Oh, what, a, what a time for Tottenham. And then they then they fired their best manager of all time. Yeah, and they got Mourinho. <laughs> I can't. Like we said earlier in the podcast, you know what, actually, Mourinho, I don't know why this brought it up, but we, we were talking earlier in the podcast about the France loss. That Rabio bum thing first Mbappe and Pogba like oh your sons are so arrogant it's like dude if I were Mbappe's dad I'd be like your son is fucking rabial like get out of here yeah and she's also like his agent too Rabio's mom is so. he, was she good for you this year Rabio yeah he, he was alright he's he's better than Betancourt he's better than I mean, like I said, if you play him and Locatelli next to each other and figure out the attack, like they'll be they'll be okay. 
you know. So do you think he's a decent player? Yeah, I, I think he's. I think he's better. I I definitely would have started him over Tolisso, um, if I was France. They're missing somebody, France. They're missing one player. That one position there. Yep. Yeah. But like, if I'm playing with that, my mother and Bobby's mother, I'm like, what are you talking about? Like, my son's father, or my son's Bobby, like, my son won you the World Cup. And like, my son's the reason you're right here right now. Yeah, I think I think Rabiot's mom still is looking at his career mode potential in FIFA 17. You know what I mean? Thinking that he's this superstar. Like, you know what I mean? What, him, him, what did you say? Him, Laporte, Telemans, and Fabian Charles? Yeah, and Leno. And Leno. Who else? Yo, who's the big FIFA career mode? Laporte and Telemans are the two, right? Yeah. I'm trying to think who's the big one. And if they panned out. Because, I mean, Laporte's actually kind of, fuck him. Laporte's switching to Spain. What a loser. Laporte's Laporte's fine. He got benched by City. Find new players to bench him. <laughs> yeah, I mean, City tore his ACL. Apparently, who's the career mode guy? Like, oh my god! Like, if you remember season fifteen, it was Pogba. Oh yeah. Back when he, back when he was on you. <laughs> yeah, because Pogba was like a seventy nine or an eighty one overall, so it wasn't too hard to get him. He was like twenty one years old too. Yeah, we oh. we saw. It. You realize how old Pog guess guess Pog is age right now actually. Is he twenty seven? Twenty eight. That's pretty young. He's been on our team for five years. Dude, his his years I mean, at Man United, oh my god, what a waste of talent. Just like just thing is, though, it's you, never been a good at, fit. You, it's never been a good fit. It, if you look at his highlights though, his years at United, you're like, oh wow, that was just incredible. Because, like, I know we, me and you were talking about that Arsenal game, the Lukaku game. I was watching highlights from that 3-1 to one FA Cup win. He was he was unplayable that day. Yeah. I mean, yeah, he's just, I don't know. I just never felt like Man United ever has given him a system where he can be his best. Like, I just... Well, what system would make him at his best? 4-1-2-1-2. Specifically, a three-man midfielder with him on the left. That that's where he is best. But we gave him. There was a time where we gave him Herrera and Matic, and he still didn't have it. He got hurt. He didn't try. Him and Mourinho hated each other. Well, that's because he was with Mourinho. Mourinho didn't even like him. So it's just like I just never felt like he he's ever been supported fully by Man United in their actions, like in and in their tactics too. Like I just you know. I guess, but I think that I think Planet Matic totally scored him. I agree. You agree? So why need perform? He's, because he's, know, because he's, he's with Mourinho. He didn't perform with all A, and that, that, that first half, he really performed. But la- the thing is, this is last year in his contract, because if he, he's most likely going to live in a free next summer. I thought last year, over November, December, February, or December, February, he really kept us in a title, a title race. I think this year we need him to do that. He has to play and he has to give us an title race because he's that type of player. Yeah, I think in any game that's not Man City, Liverpool, and Chelsea, I think I think you can start him, Bruno, and Fred. Besides, yeah. besides that, I think you're going to have to really mix it up there. I well, don't the know. problem is we did that against Arsenal and he got the, the penalty. Remember that? We, uh. You guys beat us this year one nothing because Pogba got a handball. Oh, was that was that early on in the season? 
It was like October. Yeah, that was that was the last game we won. Like we didn't win a game from that point no, on until no, like that was the game. January. That was the game where troops were still at AFC or Barstool. And he was doing the dance with uh, what's his name? They're doing the dance. I I'll have to send you, but they were doing a oh big God. dance after that game. Like who's Man United? Who's Pogba? We're the best team in England. Blah 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 blah. And then after that, it was ages. Yeah, he moved to Barstool. He was in New York. He was watching every game. They couldn't score a goal. <laughs> that was like, we literally didn't win a game until we beat Chelsea, like, on Boxing Day. No, no, true. If, if you look at it, Trips' introduction to America is, like, the worst one of any person in the history of humanity. Yeah. He, he, really, he, he, he did something to you guys. Yeah, it was... It was bad. I just remember watching those games during that time frame, and we were just playing that three-at-the-back system. It was just horrible. Like, it was so bad. Where do you know Dave Luiz going? I think he might go to Marseille, too. He it might be Saliba, Guendouzi, and uh, Dave Luiz at Marseille next year. <laughs> I would tell him, bro, you're going to Brazil and nowhere else. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, my God. Imagine. <laughs> Imagine. Are you on my safe guy next year? Yeah, kinda. I mean, it's fucking crazy. You know. All right, so Euros. What do we got? Belgium, Italy. Belgium, Italy was already played. Italy, Spain. Italy, Spain. What about it? What do you got? Uh, we went over this. It's gonna be Italy we're versus England. We're, we're gonna end now. Oh, okay. I mean, but why? Are, why are Italy gonna beat Spain? Why? I, I, I just think they're a better team than Spain. I don't think I don't think Spain's that good. Like, what's what's Spain's attack? Name me their front three: Morata, and then who are the two wings? <laughs> I don't know. I couldn't tell you. Enrique? I just hate Enrique. Yeah. Well, you know. I mean, he's fine. Win some, you lose some. You don't pick any Real Madrid players or homo. Um, you might get canceled. But uh, yeah, a lot of people are listening. Yeah, so so you get Italy. All right, you know what? Honestly, at the end of the day, if Dorella plays, I'll take Italy too. And then England plays Denmark, who have that, that story right now. It's like Croatia, man. Yo, if we win, if we win this game, our player is going to get Ballon d'Or over Ronaldo, even though it makes no sense. <laughs> even though if Ronaldo won the Ballon d'Or, he tied Messi in Ballon d'Ors, and they'd both be at six. And they'd both end up at six, but you know what? Let's give it to Modric. So, yeah, I don't know. I wonder how much Ronaldo thinks about that. He must think about that every day. He must. Because you, you know Ronaldo's. He, they won that. They they you see how Yeah. He should have won it, and then he would have had six, and Messi would have had six, and they would have been right here, and it would have been fine. But instead, Messi's at six, he's at five, and fucking Modric is at one. For what? Getting piped by contact? Right, so both at half time? Get out of here. Probably carried Conte in France. That was a mess. That whole Conte pong was thing. Oh, my God. Conte, Conte in this tournament? Bum. Bum. Uh, okay, now, now you're back on Conte stinking. I mean, I, you know. It's true. Con- what did Con- he do in this tournament? Nothing. What did he do in the World Cup final? He got subbed off in the 50th minute. Nothing. Pogba carried And Pogba gets... Pogba paid. Pogba, I hate... Pogba fucking... He screwed us so many times. He screwed us so many times. I'll still defend him. You know what? He cost us. He, I don't even know what I'm saying. He, <laughs> he, no, I don't know what I'm saying. He's getting the blame right now. He is getting the blame for France going out against Switzerland. He is. 
Not not Conte. Not Conte smiles. He smiles. He deserves the Ballon d'Or. Oh, he won the Champions League. Oh, he won the league with with Leicester. Oh, he won the league with Chelsea. He's a bum. Go. What do you do? What do you do in the World Cup? You tell me. Nothing. Not the World Cup. Forget the World Cup. The Euros. Nothing in the Euros. Who is the best player in France in the Euros? Papa. By far. Conte, where's he? Not picking, not picking my guy's asset for not playing defense. Pepper doesn't play no defense. Conte's nasty. I, I don't like... He, yeah, he, look, he... Sure, Chelsea, he carried Mount that. Mount's a bum. I think Mount's overrated. You know, Mount's a good player. He's not a great player. No, I don't think Mount's better than Grealish. I don't think he's better than... I don't think Mount's better than Hurts. I'd play him hurts, and the problem is Warner's so bad that, like, you can't even play him. Yeah, Werner's like, oh my god! Like when when Werner was on, was taking that shot against Pickford on the left hand oh, side, like there was not there was not an ounce of me where I was like, oh geez, this might go in the net. Like, he's so bad, it's unbelievable how bad he. Is. Like I don't know what the hell was going on in Germany there, but you know. I'm scared for Sancho. <laughs> yeah. The thing is, there I I rate I rate her very highly, and Sancho had better numbers in that league than him. I mean, Havertz uh, just justified his transfer fee without goal, so. He also scored in the Champions League final. That's what, I'd pay $80 million for a player that pretty much was non-existent for a year and then scored in the Champions League final. <laughs> Luke Shaw. Luke Shaw. Luke Shaw's nasty. Who won man of the match today? Do we know? I'll look that up. It would probably be Harry Kane. Oh, he had two roles, right? Yeah. Courtesy of who? What? Courtesy of Luke Shaw. Unai Simon playing over to hell. One man in the match. I don't um, even know who Unai Simon you know is. Jan Sommer? People are... This dude who runs a stats account goes, he's not the goalkeeper of the tournament. He's stunk in the group stages. I'm like, bro, he had one of the best games I've ever seen. He's the goalkeeper of the tournament. <laughs> that game was unbelievable. It was. Oh my God. That 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 was that was crazy. Kane won, but you know who else won? Who? You see? You see? Can you not see my screen? No. It's Jonica. Oh, I see it now. Oh, but yeah, my yeah. Your your video works right in time for me to see Jaka's face. He's unbelievable, huh? What about that game, huh? I I I uh I was working at the time so I I didn't see uh any of it and um I'm glad that I still have not seen Grand Shaka play a good game of soccer in my life so I think Luke Shaw won the match today so Maguire won the round of 16 and Luke Shaw won the round of quarters Well that's pretty good <laughs> Look look at us go Lee's ours huh yeah, I think it's kind of funny how, like, half of the defense is United and half the defense is City. That's a good point. Where's Joe Gomez bullying, bullying Sterling? Yeah, and, and Liverpool's nowhere to be found in that team. Hendo did score today. I know, yeah. That pissed me <laughs> off because my, my roommate was, like, going nuts about it. I was like... I hate Liverpool so much. Yo, Sancho did score today. I, I was prepared to... So, like, out here, I was going to run over to my, 
ran out in my yard, take out my shirt, start waving around, and start screaming. <laughs> if Sancho scored, he had that one chance. Yeah, on, dude, he shot it straight at the goalkeeper. Oh, straight at him. If he scored, I'd have been, I'd have been, I'd have been on video doing knee jogs. Oh my god. Going nuts. Oh, went okay. Crazy. You know what? If here's... McGuire scored, I went. I almost threw up my, I almost threw up my shoulder giving a fist bump to McGuire. <laughs> It's unbelievable. Yeah, okay. Here's what we got to end on. We got to end on your Trevi Fountain thing. Oh, my God. So, that's a good point by Kevin. So, two years ago... Actually, I'll, I'll bring it up. But two years ago, I made a wish. So, I was... Oh, oh, my God. Today's July 3rd. Before we do this, today's July 3rd. It's the actual anniversary. Of the Trevi Fountain? Nope. Of the troops. Nigerian International. Forget <laughs> <laughs> that. But he, he basically what Church was saying was, well, we were in Rashford. No, so I was up in Trevi Fountain, which is a place in Rome, in Italy, which is which is where Italy, not Italy, England did win today in Rome at the Stadio Olimpico, one of the greatest stadiums in the sport. But I did make a wish in Italy about two years ago that predicted. Not predicted, but asked. So I don't know if you heard that, but I did wish that we signed Sancho in the next two years, five years. Then two years from then, we did find Sancho. And I wish that we won a title in the next five years. So if we want a title in the next three years, watch out for the Trevi Mountains. Because it is legit. Yeah, and my thing with that is I was supposed to go to the Trevi Fountain last summer, but COVID fucked me over, so I've never been able to go. What so, were you going to wish? Do you, have, do you have anything in mind? I was probably going to say just win the title within the next 10 years, be realistic. <laughs> That's a good one. No, I, I, the thing that makes the Sancho thing so good is, like, it was two years ago we kind of had rumors with Sancho. It's like two years after the fact we actually signed him, which is kind of funny. Yeah. It's like, oh, Trevi Fountain, man. Ah, oh, man. What a, what a place. Hey, we got three years to win the league. Hopefully, Sheik Bansoy doesn't buy Harry Kane. You never know. Well, if Harry Kane doesn't go to City, I don't know where he's going to go, so. He seems, That's a good point. He seems destined to either go to City or stay at Tottenham because he's not going to United. No chance. Imagine him staying at Tottenham. I, I kind of hope he does because then Tottenham just wouldn't get the money. And, you know, they just kind of ride him out until, like, until he's not very good anymore. I think that would just continue the decline of the club, actually. I think it might. Either way, they're going to stink. But, you know. He's only getting older. Yeah. Like he said, he, he literally said with Gary Neville, right? He was just like, yeah, they can get $100 million for me now, so they should do it because I want to go. <laughs> was that when you went golfing with him? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I, I refused to watch that video. I was I was in a big Gary Neville hatred phase. Oh yeah. Well, that that was a tough time for both of us. So. All hail the Super League. Yeah, Emperor Florentino. He's right. Oh you can't God, sign he's, anybody. He's having a tough time. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. Well. I feel for him. He was my guy. He he's he's still my guy. But of course, of course. I mean, 
We'll see what happens, but I think we're good. I, I, Hour 43. I really, yeah, I think we're good, too. I think we're done. All right. Yeah. I can't stop making things, so yeah.